here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> Meanwhile, how you doing? 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 from this show from watching it that I just want to say thank you for for all you've contributed during these multiple hours that we've put into all of these episodes huh. <laughs> like you know I I can't even recall uh most of the episodes like what happened in them except the basic clichés that that this show has already established over those 21 episodes that we've gone through so far um I uh, anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I'm being uh, overly dramatic on purpose, but it, I'm, I'm glad that this is over with. It, it, but I don't regret doing it. I, I'm glad it's over too. <laughs> but yeah, there's just some things that it's like I, I don't know if you've ever. Well, what besides something like this? Is there anything that you've like been forced to or have forced yourself to to finish with that you just did not? want to in any way whatsoever yes i don't mean like work related <laughs> you know working working for the man i, I mean like uh um, yes yes all right like can you uh do you have anything in mind or no mm, no no nah, all right I mean, if it pops up in my head all right i'll say it but you know like going to the dmv yeah <laughs> this show is like going to the it's DMV. like it's like driving the the interminable is that the, the word i'm looking for uh-huh. The drive from L.A. to Sacramento or Sacramento to L.A. Yeah. And then at some point, it, you just want it to be over with. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes. Uh, the fucking grapevine, man. Ugh. Uh, I, no, I, the grapevine is fine. You like Because it? it's that's the beginning of the drive or the end of the drive. Uh-huh. But it's the, the, I can deal with the grapevine because it's a, la- it's a, it's a mark. It's a, it's a mark in the road where you're like, okay, it's almost over. But then you got to get the, through Valencia, you know? You know what? I, I'm basing my LA driving off of the fact that I used to have to go to Pomona when I went there, all Ramona? the time. Pomona. Ramona. Fuck Ramona. I. I You're used, not getting the joke, but that's okay. Is that from Die Hard? Yes. Yeah. I I didn't understand that part. Where like it was it like Captain Rick Die Hard there? Yeah, because he um because he he thought it was called Ramona, right? And, and she kept, goes, "No, it's Pomona." Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. spending most of your time in the car. <laughs> Kids love to have you at the house. Uh. I so I used to have to go to Pomona all the time when I used to, you know when I was courting, right? So should have just left that bitch there. <laughs> <laughs> but then my beautiful children would not be here to enlighten my life on a daily basis. <laughs> so <laughs> you would have had different children who would have all been. I know, but you would have had the same children who would have been different. I know, but I you know what? I I, I I don't know. I'm not that evil, so. Right. <laughs> but uh, but ignorance is bliss, right? Uh, Blissful. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to go to Pomona, which if anyone knows about Pomona is it's like 40 miles east of L.A. So when I got to the Grapevine, I still had like 100 fucking miles to go. And so 
It, it was, or longer. <laughs> That's so, when you thought about eating a bullet. Yeah. So, and I hated the grapevine because you couldn't just stay at a consistent speed. You were constantly slowing down, speeding up, braking, fucking, oh, the, the grade is at 80% or whatever the fucking, and just, I hated it. I hated it. One time I made it to the grapevine um, with my gas light on and I was driving through like half of it shitting bricks because I couldn't find a stop that had a gas station. Yeah, not that there's like five of them on the way up. Well, at the time, there weren't. Like, this was back in like 99. Mm-hmm. There's five of them on the way up. There's well, a ranch right there. There was a stretch. There was a stretch where I think it was like a, like a, I don't know, like a 20 mile stretch and I was shitting bricks. Yeah, that's, at, that's at, after you get up to the initial grade. Yeah, and so, well, it was when I was already starting the grade or something. The light comes on and I was like, oh, yeah, I made it. <laughs> Thank God. But um, you know what's funny? I, I know this is this is sidetracking and shit. But the um, you know how like people say that because of air draft that goes over the top of your vehicle, that your your tailgate being up actually helps. No, with the with the wind resistance. I'm going basing it off of what techs have said, right? But. There was something else that when I had my truck, when I used to drive to Pomona, that it it made sense to me more like, well, why would I have my tailgate up? Because that's like a hand in the wind, right? There's resistance, right? So I started putting my tailgate down. Which doesn't mean anything anyways. And I was getting noticeable. I was getting noticeable gas savings when doing that. It's a myth. Every time I tell you something, you fucking- Mythbusters did it. I don't care what they did. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care if they did any I, I, science. I, I used to drive to Pomona at least two to three times a month for the span of like six or seven months. And when I started putting the tailgate down, I was saving it over a quarter of a tank a trip on, on the trip there down. Driving with tailgate up is fuel efficient. Because of the wind draft and shit. I'm just, I'm basing it off of what happened in my truck, which was fucking weird because everyone else said, no, keep the tailgate up. No, don't put it down. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's if you drive a pickup, common sense might lead you to think. Yeah, because drag. I, I understand how drag works. I, I get it. That's like why on NASCAR tracks you have cars that follow really closely behind other cars, because then it's like they aren't getting the wind resistance, which means they're saving fuel. When Jamie, Jamie and Adam drove identical trucks, one mm-hmm. with the tailgate up and the other with it down. Jamie's tailgate closed pickup outlasted Adam's by more than thirty miles. Yeah. So the that closed pickup, the closed tailgate, yeah. improves fuel efficiency. Yeah, and that was the weird part. That's why it was odd that... Because it creates a separate bubble within the bed of the truck. Yeah, I, I, but that was the odd part about my, my, my truck getting better gas mileage, though, when I put the tailgate down. Right. And create, there was times where I even got half of a tank better. Well, I don't believe you, but okay. I Come on, man. How often do I bullshit? And if I do bullshit, I it, call myself you're, out on my you're own trying, You're trying to remember something that happened almost 20 years ago. It was something I did all the time. It's just like how I can remember I would zone out. However, driving. I just busted your bullshit. I just, I just, we, they just scientifically proved that driving with the tailgate up actually gives you better gas mileage and you're saying you, it doesn't. That's great. So. I did it, admit that that's fucking odd that I was getting better gas mileage with the tailgate down. Though. Like I said, you're, you're remembering something from 20 years ago. Anytime we... Anytime anyone remembers something from a while back, our memories are shaded. It's warped. It's not exactly true. This isn't my witnessing of a UFO incident. And I, Joe, I start it has up nothing a bunch to do with that. I'm not telling you you're making it up. You have fucking tunnel vision. 
What I'm saying is, is that the word of the day. <laughs> it's every everybody that relates a story as they quote unquote remember it. It isn't. It it's generally not as clear as they think it is. That's what I'm saying. So if you're telling a story that happened from 20 years ago, things your brain remembers it in one way, but the truth the truth is somewhere in between. Sure, for most things, sure. Okay, that one I'm adamant about though. Not you know not 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 that you know scientific fact or anything else like that can get involved. I don't give a shit because when you tell a story, I I'll take your fucking word for it. Yeah. So, even if there is... Uh, but I know when I'm telling a story, half the time I know that the fucking story is going to be clouded in in whatever bullshit rose-colored glasses I have on. So I try I try to tell a story as, as middle of the road as possible. And even then, that's still fucking rose-colored glasses. So... And it's not as clear as everyone might seem it, 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 that I think it is. Well, that's why I, I mentioned that when people brought up, like, when at my dealership when I worked at, when I brought that up, they were like, dude, that doesn't make sense. Why would your fucking tailgate? Because they explained the whole draft thing to me, the air draft. And I was like, I don't know why. It just fucking, it, it, whatever reason, maybe I was driving faster or something when I had it down or um, when I had it up instead of, I don't fucking know. Whatever. So. This, the name of this episode, uh, episode 22 of Robocop, the series, is called Public Enemies. And uh, it's basically a continuation from uh, Midnight Minus One. Yeah, and since I failed to do the introduction properly, this is, uh, this show sucks. The final SUX uh, edition. It's a fucking carrot. Oh, remember the guy that, um, in the. Oh, he chews like a horse. Remember the, uh, the. The guy, the the guy with the the carrot chewing gimmick in a uh, um, a good day to die hard, the yeah, villain. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. This was that guy's inspiration right here. I would punch that guy in the fucking throat just for chewing like that. I fuck you. Chew with your mouth open, you horse jawed fucking mouth breather. Let's see what the boss is doing. Oh. Oh, it's pud face. God, imagine how he sounds when he's in the middle of coitus. I'm feeling really Oh, yeah. Why do they all look like the hamburger? I'm grossing myself out. Rubble, rubble. <laughs> rubble, rubble. It's fucking awful. I wonder if this, this final episode... I wonder if they... When this episode was being made, if they already knew their shit was canceled. Yes. So... I wonder if they're just going to go balls out with this final one. No. <laughs> no? No balls outiness? Oh, no, it's Robocop. Cap. Oh, no. We got to hide behind a desk. Ross. Robocop is here. Ross. Look, I know that there's still bad, you know, like shitty things, TV shows that are made now, but it shows like this that like show like the evolution of certain things. So things that are based off of comic books or... Or sci-fi properties, you know, because RoboCop is considered sci-fi, right? So until right. until it becomes, you know, science fact, um, and then it becomes a uh, if it becomes science fiction, what do you call it when science fiction becomes science fact? What what category would you call it? Science? <laughs> I don't yeah. fucking know. Science. Well, if it's a movie, you know what I mean, like uh, 
Uh, or, uh, you know, I guess if it becomes science fact, it would just become present day shit. I, I don't know. Yeah, when science fiction becomes science fact. It becomes modern. Um, anyway, what I was trying to get to is that if, uh, if you notice, like, how certain things were treated by most people, um, something like this, Robocop the series, it's, it's just shitty everything, right? Uh-huh. The acting is shitty. The writing is shitty. Everything's shitty. It's, it's like also when you see, like, comic book movies... Um, other than Superman from 1978 and and uh, and Batman from 1989, how there was some better effort put into those, but even those, especially Batman, had um, some lacking, you know, like things that are dated over time, kind of things to it. Uh-huh. This uh, it just shows that how badly certain genres were treated, um, like a, like what do you call it, a growing pains kind of thing, you know, like if you they made a RoboCop series now. I can guarantee you, unless it's like some syndicated bullshit, like this is, that it would not be this cheesy. Because I don't even think that this is intentionally cheesy. I think it's just, they didn't know any better how to fucking make this shit. That's what I believe. It's the growing pains thing, right? Just like we'll say art animation where someone draws and, and, and you know, over time... Uh, when you have other artists come in and they learn off of you and then they, they yeah. improve upon it and stuff like that. That's what I get that's the impression I get from this shit. Is that this is this is a this is a prime example. This is a prime directive example of of how science fiction was treated um, in a lot of ways back in the nineties. You know, it wasn't it was you know, they re- I, I the, the the Holly you know, Hollywood realized they could make money off this shit but they also still didn't take a lot of it very seriously. And so you, you just had all this campy... I still think they don't take it all real seriously. <laughs> so I, I think, think about all the TV shows that are going on out there. Uh-huh. What do we see? Mostly. Yeah, what c- do we see mostly? Cops, lawyers. Uh, Paramedics. Firefighters. Yeah. It's always CIS or CSI or... That's because old people love NCIS that CIS or Murder, She Wrote or fucking... <laughs> You know, you know, all that in the heat of the night type of thing. Yeah. And and when somebody comes along and says, hey, we should do this, the networks automatically shut it down because it's either, A, not a comedy, not a two-camera or three-camera or single-camera comedy. It's not safe. Yeah. Or, B, you know, like, um, oh, God, I already forgot. Constantine, yeah. right? Where it was, they didn't even give it a chance to get good. Yeah. But with Seinfeld, you know, the first three seasons of Seinfeld weren't hits. It took like five seasons for that to get going. No, the first season was like a mid-season replacement. Yep. Where I think there was only like ten episodes or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Elaine wasn't even in the first episode. Yeah. So it, it took it it took a couple seasons, like four, four or five seasons for for Seinfeld to really find its audience. Yeah. And you have to, if you greenlight a series, you've got to give it three ser- three seasons to find an audience. And if you keep moving the show to different nights, yeah, this is the biggest problem. Yeah, or it was until before the DVR. If you keep moving the show to different nights, like you know. Well, we wanted to compete against Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football or Thursday Night Football, right? Yeah. So we're going to take our strongest, our strongest, you know, uh, series, and we're going to switch the nights on it. 
Yeah. They've already done that with Big Bang Theory, right? Uh-huh. But again, you don't have to worry about it now because DVR is DVR. So it's on when it's on, and then I'll watch it then. Yeah. But back, you know, 15 years ago, well, it was longer than that because they had DVRs 15 years ago. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, you move, you move a night, you know. Oh yeah, you're screwing you're you're screwing the audience. Yeah, because not everybody used the VCR to record TV shows. Right, this is a pain in the ass. And then you had shitty quality when you were trying to watch it. Right, even if you recorded on EP, <laughs> right. the two hour one. It, well, the two hour one would stretch the tape. That's why you get bad quality. So, I mean, uh, the one where it's only because the, the two hour one means EP is extended play, <sighs> LP is short like, play. I, wasn't it like? Uh, like the one where you have it take up two hours, the picture quality is better. LP. Yeah. And then because uh, when you do six hours, that's when it's shittier looking. Yeah. Because it stretches the, the tape out. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. I, oh, they finally put the title up of the episode. Yeah. On a, and they're trying to make him like fucking Hannibal Lecter. See that? It's Hannibal and Clarice. Why did you have to point that out? That makes this even fucking worse, man. <laughs> Now, what was it that Meg said to you as you walked past Clarice? <laughs> he said, I could smell your cunt. <laughs> that is one of those times, because you rarely ever hear that word in a movie that isn't British. Um, that's one of those times where it's said in a movie and you're just like, ugh. I, I think her saying that word... Well, him saying it too when Migs fucking says it to her and he throws his splooge at her it was worse than him actually throwing the fucking splooge at her it was no I uh, I I know there's that stigma with the word man a stigma can make things seem worse than they are but just the way it was delivered was just like ugh I'm uncomfortable now that's the magic of Jonathan Demi yeah yeah, his brother. Um, I know he. I know Jonathan Demi just died um, in the last couple of months, but uh, his brother, um, Ted Demi, he uh, he died like a decade ago. Yep. Oh, yeah. now the Robocop's in there. Why does he's got a peeled carrot, but yet the fucking stalk is still on it? I don't think he has a peeled carrot. He just has a carrot. Doing a lot of that truth probability shit in the last few episodes. Go in there and punch him just for eating the carrot like that. It's at 72%. Do you think uh, there would be a blip that would come up on his screen that would say, I call bullshit? What does it do? show's manipulating my stress levels. I just... Do you what? think that when uh, when shows of, of this lower type quality are done, do you think that the, the actual investors, the ones who spend the money, you know, like studio or whatever, do you think that they actually watch these all the way through, these episodes? Probably not. I don't think they really care. They just care about the ratings, right? Ratings and money. That's why it's short term. I hate Texas ties. Texas ties to me. Nothing against Texas. Because Texas got big balls. I, I, I'm not, you know, that's not my problem. But Texas ties look just. I don't know. I, I just want to punch people that have Texas ties. There's something How many about it. What do you see wearing them? That just this fucking asshole right here. This asshole right here is wearing a fucking Texas tie, and it's bugging the shit out of me. I want to punch him. And, and where is this asshole? <laughs> He's on a TV screen. There you go. And it bugs me. Come on, there's certain things that bug you, man. 
I, I can tell that Texas, there's a lot of them. I can tell that Texas ties don't you don't really give a shit about I them. Yeah. I don't like Texas ties, and I don't trust a motherfucker wearing a bow tie. Okay, someone that wears a bow tie, someone that is willing to wear a goddamn bow tie, even if they're even if they're they're a bean pie selling Muslim, there's they're hiding something, man. Fucking bow ties. There's something. Something heinous. Bean pie selling Muslim. Something how, how many devious. fucking racial things are you gonna let go with today? <laughs> well, I didn't. I did. Well, I've never seen a Muslim that sells bean pies that's that's non-black. So I, fine. I'll just say a black a black Muslim, a Farrakhani. <laughs> just Beagle, you sound like like a Donald Trump supporter. You are. <laughs> You know what's funny is I I, I I promise you I'm not getting into politics when I say this. I, I promise you. I never thought much. I didn't really put much thought into the whole wall thing. But then after hearing someone's opinion about it, I think when they showed like the Vicente Fox video where he's making fun of Donald Trump and his opinion about the wall. And he goes, and he, uh, he, oh, God damn. Anyway, I, I, I thought about it. I thought about the whole wall thing. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it is kind of fucking stupid. I I didn't really put too much thought into it either way, but it really is fucking... If people want to get over here, they're going to get a fucking over here no matter what. It, 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 anyone... Look, it's just like with murder or or certain other things. If you put enough will to it, willpower towards something, you're going to be able to get to it. If you want to kill someone bad enough, you're going to find a way to do it. If, if, if you want to get across that fucking border bad enough, a wall ain't going to stop you. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> it just—it's kind of funny to me. Like, like if you spend all this money to make this fucking wall, and then I don't know—you know—you can't monitor all fucking what two thousand miles of it or whatever. Right? So, um, how high can you build it? How much is that gonna cost? How thick is it gonna be? You know, uh. Does it have <laughs> anti-ladder uh, security? <laughs> you know, so you can't put a ladder over it. I don't fucking know. I, 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 to me, I just it just seems like a goddamn waste of time, a waste of time and money. I don't know. It, but that that that's my simple opinion about it. I don't know. I, but it does sound kind of retarded. Oh, so <laughs> that's my little wall uh, opinion. I. There's your answer right there. Sixty-five countries have erected fences on their border. Four times as many. Did you hear about who he's gonna employ when he finally decides to build it? No. Walmart. What the fuck are you talking about? Walmart. It's just a stupid fucking joke, dude. I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just... <laughs> I'm... God damn it! I'm so bad. <laughs> I can see him fucking Alec Baldwin. There's fucking skit where he, he walks into a Walmart. Hey, I need some help. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Like, I can't stand the site. Fucking daily UK now. Like, I, I, I don't know much about the Berlin Wall, but that isn't as long as, as how... I, I don't think the Berlin Wall is anywhere near as long as how long a wall would need to be for Mexico, right? So... It was easier to, to monitor hey. the, the Berlin. And there's also the minefield, right? So Yeah. It wasn't really a... It was like a two walls and a... Yeah. Yeah, I, they didn't have to worry as much about... I mean, I guess 
didn't you know have to worry about them coming over stealing our jibs. Jibs. <laughs> they took our jibs. That's jerb, not job. Jerbs. And besides, I don't know if Matt Damon's gonna help protect this great wall. No gales. You never really even fucking cared to look it up, did you? What? The shit about walls. If they're effective or not. I don't know if they're effective or not. I would think that maybe a wall would be effective on like a like a shorter, you know, um, area. Because you could monitor it better. But over something as large as Mexico and the United States, that's pretty fucking big. Here's what I think. I don't care. I knew you were going to say that. You know, you can't it doesn't give, bother me. You know you can't give an opinion about a wall without getting political about it. It doesn't bother me. I don't care if they come in. What I don't care if Mexicans come into this country illegally. Uh-huh. What I care about is the fact that politicians are allowing them to come into this country and then are giving them money, giving them jobs, giving them. They aren't earning them, mm-hmm. you know. Giving them, and it's it's not just Mexicans. It's it's a whole lot of other bullshit. Yeah, like Jerry Brown wants California to become a sanctuary state, and when it becomes a sanctuary, w- w- the plan is is if people come into this country from other nations that are seeking asylum and sanctuary, yeah, they get government jobs automatically. So, what what does that mean about the rest of us that have been busting our asses living in California? I moved from Massachusetts to California when I was eight years old, uh-huh. nine years old. So what does that mean for those of us that moved to California and have lived here for, well, going on almost 40 years now? Yeah, decades. And I'm making ten twenty-five an hour, and you give a state worker automatic pension and health benefits. Yeah. I'm sorry, you don't give it. You give a, a refugee that's seeking asylum and sanctuary... A job that pays relatively good. Yeah. And they are, uh, they, they get health benefits and pension where I don't. I have to pay for my own. Yeah. I have to pay for everything of my own. But the government will pay for these people. Does that sound fair? No. No, it's not. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's Ta- like- You need to take care of your own. These... These people that are coming into the country and seeking asylum and ref and being in in sanctuary, yeah. while they should be allowed to come into the country, it's not a problem. But to be giving every given everything for free, yeah. Well, fuck you, that's, because we have to foot the bill. Yeah, I, that's what I noticed in the '90s when the Soviet Union collapsed. Um, there were a lot of uh, Soviet-related people that were coming over here. Um, Estonians, Ukrainians, whatever, um, and I, they were—I don't know all the details, but I—I I mean, it was obvious. You, all these families that were moving in, and there was a shit ton of them. And in my little town of North Highlands in California, um, in Northern California, it—you you saw them all having new cars, right? Living in a house, not fucking apartments, houses. There, but I, I can tell you the reason behind that. And it has nothing to do with what you think. Well, I, and that's why I, I but what, what I'm trying to get at is, even if our, our you know, if, if, if it was I mean, they're gaming the system, don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
But um, it, it, I wasn't mad at them for coming over here because I, I don't blame anyone who's trying to better their lives, especially if there's an opportunity to go somewhere else and live a much better life for them and their families. I don't blame them at all. I understand. I totally fucking empathize. I blame a system of government that that rewards people that aren't from here more than, than they're trying to help us, us here first. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. It's... You have to, what is it, uh, charity starts at home kind of thing? Yes. You have to improve what our living conditions first. You know, make people want to work, make people want to feel, uh, or make people more educated, make, you know, all this stuff. It, instead of just being political with bullshit and saying, oh, we're going to help these people because it looks good for our our party, you know, our, our, our agendas and shit. I, fuck them. Fuck the system. I, that's what I got a problem with. Right. I don't blame anyone trying to better their lives by coming here. I don't. I get it. Problem is, is that so many people want to come to this country. You, 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 you got to try to go through the proper channels instead of just sneaking in and then popping a baby out and going, "Up, oh, I'm here." Yeah. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't separate me from my baby now, would you? <laughs> it's unclear how much of a financial burden the legislation will be for state and local law enforcement agencies for. Becoming a sanctuary city. That's bullshit. Senate Appropriations Committee has determined it would take a one-time cost of $2.7 million and ongoing cost of $2.3 million per year for the state to develop compliance policies, provide training and outreach to state agencies, and compile task force reports as required by California Senate Bill 54, which is a sanctuary bill. But the cost for local law enforcement agencies to change their existing procedures and to end contracts with federal immigration industries, some of which generate millions of dollars in revenue from leased jail space, are unknown. Uh-huh. They know exactly how much money. Of course, sheriffs are opposed to the bill because, you know, they don't get the leased jail space time anymore. <laughs> Los Angeles County Sheriff Jim McDonald and Sacramento Sheriff Scott Jones, who last month hosted a community forum on immigration enforcement with acting ICE Director Thomas Hoffman drew a large crowd of protesters. The sheriffs say the bill would severely limit communication and collaboration between local and federal agencies, which it could possibly do. Ha- could it could possibly? Remember, they make this stuff confusing on purpose. No, I'm trying to fucking do this, and um, here it is. I just wanted to point this out. As head of the largest sheriff's department, McDonald McDonald runs the largest jail system in the country, which houses approximately 18,000 inmates on any given day. Damn. Sheriff Kelly Harrington, who oversees a jail operation, has previously said federal immigration agents have access inside the county jail system every day. L.A. County jail officials last year handed over about 1,000 immigrants to immigration agents. A small portion of the more than 300,000 people released from the jails last year. Now, I just want to repeat that. McDonald runs the largest jail system mm-hmm. in the country. And what are prisons? Yeah. For-profit organizations. Of course they're going to be against this. Made to look like rehabilitation centers. Uh, we're still not watching RoboCop. <laughs> I'm really heartbroken about that, Mike. I don't care about the free essential politics newsletter, Los Angeles Times. Can't you hear the stress in my voice about it? Right. (laughs) 
Why is it in movies and real life all speeches by fucking sheriffs in big cities, especially like Los Angeles, all look the same? <laughs> Their delivery and everything, it just all looks the fucking same. Right. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe because they hire people to write these things. There we go. Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. And that's what they rely on, Mike. You to get easily frustrated. And give Anytime up. I try to look something up or anything else like that, it's a fucking nightmare. So I just, I'm over it. Done. Yeah, you don't plan on going to jail anytime soon anyway, right? <sighs> try not to. <laughs> as long as the man doesn't keep holding you down. We're watching RoboCop right now. Yeah, as a guy is confessing. I'm trying to integrate myself back into the flow of things. This is, this is it's just so fucking awful. I think the only one there that's having a good time is the guy with the binoculars outside. Looking at the water. His degree of truth was 100%. <gasps> oh, I'm flattered. And he's probably looking at all the chicks on the beach. And of course, they have, you know, this fucking Texas County Mountie. He looks like a wannabe. Um, was, God damn it. Um, Josh Brolin? No, it looks like a wannabe Vincent Vega. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that. You can see that. To hell with them. Know what I mean? Vern? Know what I mean, son? What is it with the fucking carrots? You know what? You want to know what it is? It's a metaphor for all of us being led through this series for an entire season. Yes. <laughs> it probably is. Like, fooled you. Would you like a carrot? Fuck off. Dude, you know fat guys don't like carrots without ranch? No, they're not. Makes your fucking jaws hurt. <laughs> I like my carrots al dente boiled in a pot. You look like a carrot, mm-hmm. fucking dressed in orange. Only if my name was Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider blocked Seth Rogen on Twitter for some reason. No one <laughs> knows why. <laughs> and it was glorious. <laughs> all, all of the... <sighs> Rob Schneider makes amends after Seth, Seth Rogen Twitter feud. And nobody knows why. Nobody knows exactly why... Fucking Rob Schneider blocked Seth Rogen. The major mystery of our time. Like, Seth Rogen found out and was like, what the fuck? How do you find out that... <laughs> do you, I mean, is there like an app or something where you can look up who no, the fuck's blocked you? No, it's just, you? you know. You know, like, there's something you can do where you can see who's looked at your profile on Facebook or something? Yes, because those are accurate. I don't fucking know. I've never he, done he it. He probably sent a tweet to Schneider and it was blocked. Who knows? I wasn't there. I'm not part of Seth Rogen's inner fucking circle. I'm speculating. You fuck speculate with me. No. We decided to get all gossipy, and gossiping is all about speculation. I'm not gossiping. I'm, ta- I'm talking about what really happened. I can give a fuck less about the speculation. And unflattering photos. God, man. So Rogen was left perplexed Saturday after sc- discovering that comedian and actor Schneider had inexplicably blocked him from viewing his post on Twitter. The interview actor posted a screenshot of Schneider's block account and a simple caption that read, what the fuck? Then later posted a second screenshot, this time of a zoomed-in ad for Schneider's Netflix comedy, Real Rob, a scripted show that stars his real-life wife and daughter, which had, why does he seem so appalled to be sitting with his own family? <laughs> the, the virtual feud, which I don't understand, it's not a feud, <laughs> Escalated as several actors chimed in with some possible reasons for Snyder's cold shoulder. 
Jason Priestley was quick to bring up the stereotypically nice Canadian card as Rogan hails from Vancouver. What did you say to him, Seth? Priestley wrote to Rogan on Twitter. Couldn't have been that bad. You're Canadian. I honestly have no idea, is what Seth Rogan replied. Uh, Kumal Nanjiani and Ike Barinholtz offered uh, their two cents with Barinholtz joking that Rogan, Kumal, Kumail, Seth blocked me. What is he tweeting about? He's picking fights with comedy legends. <laughs> Eventually, Schneider himself piped up, uh, possibly forgetting he had blocked Rogan as he penned a note to the Pineapple Express actor. The short message promised Rogan that his access to Schneider's Twitter would be restored if Rogan would be willing to stage an introduction to his frequent comedy co-star. I'll unblock you if I can meet James Franco. You'll be back in, buddy. <laughs> How about no? Dear Seth, you are officially unblocked. Go hey, celebrate tonight with some close Real friends. quick question, side note. Um, why is Katy Perry trying to look like Tank Girl? I don't know. I just I wanted to ask that question. Because, baby, it I, ain't working. Fucking Rob Schneider is just not funny. Fuck you. Have you not seen him and you don't mess with the Zohan? One peepee touch. <laughs> My Gulta can fetch soup. He was fine in the Zohan. I know, I know. But he's just not fucking funny. Any, he's not funny in anything. You know, there was this movie that, um, the straight to video movie that he did, where he's in prison, and he just I starts, saw that, and he starts beating the shit out of everybody, like he's Bruce Lee or something. Yeah, I, I saw that movie. Uh, hold on, a I second. didn't see the movie. I just saw a clip. It, I mean, it looks funny for what it is. He goes to prison. He isn't in prison. And then he learns how to defend himself. Dude, regardless if you fucking were sent there or you go there, if you're in prison, you're in fucking prison. <laughs> He's not in prison. He goes to prison. Well, it's... <laughs> I, I was correcting you in the way you were fucking stupid. <laughs> like, it's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. <laughs> he was in 227. He was in Marsons Go Home. He was in Coach. Necessary Roughness. Chuck Niederman. <laughs> Homeland 2, Surf Ninjas, buddy. Oh, yeah, he was the fucking Bell guy. So he was on Saturday Night Live for four years, you know, which... He ruined Judge Dredd. I just want you to fucking know that. He was in Judge Dredd. He ruined fucking Judge Dredd, Mike. He he was in Down Periscope. The the, the dumbest shit. You don't throw... Men behaving badly. Hey, this movie's too serious and dark. What can we do to lighten things up? And then, of course, always the water boy. Hey. You know, you all, I'm sorry. Always this, all, every Adam Sandler movie that Sandler's been in, with the exception of Ridiculous Six. You know, Saturday Night Live comedians are hot. Let's bring in Rob Schneider to to funny things up for with 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 Stallone. Yeah, yeah. Around no. the world in 80 days. Then he was in Deuce Bigelow. I got male ex- gigolo. I got an ex coworker who says that European Gigolo is the greatest comedy ever made. No, it's not. And I say, I still to this day say, fuck you. I don't care how high you get, that is not a good fucking movie. Right. Shark bait, the click, Habibi, Habibo, Habibu, Habibu, the bench warmers, legend of the sea. Bench warmers fucking I now pronounce suck. it Chuck and Larry, the Tonight Show. Never Big Stan. You, you want to know when a movie's bad, Mike? A movie is a movie is bad when I think this your marriage is so shitty that even when you watch movies just so you can get that 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 ninety minute to to hundred twenty minute escape from your shitty marriage and life, that even something as as bad as 
the bench warmers can't fucking fulfill that that temporary fantasy. There's a Top Cat the movie which I didn't even know about. Now I'm just finding out about it. Okay, Rob the TV series. I have a, uh, I, I, there was I a Rob the TV series. Yeah, it got canceled. I know. Eight episodes. I didn't even know about it. That's why he wasn't in um, Grown Ups Part Two. Um, the Reef Two High Tide. Mike, I don't mean to fucking break your heart, dude, but I, I'm pretty sure that that that, that cartoon or whatever it was. It wasn't very successful, especially since you didn't hear about it. Was it Top Cat? Top Hat? What? You've never heard of Top Cat. If I have, I, I don't... I don't. The classic sh- Hanna-Barbera fucking cartoon Dude, Top you Cat. you are the animation guy, bruh. I'm not. Now there's a real Rob. And you especially love all of the different kinds of 80s cartoons. Oh, he was in The Ridiculous Six. Never mind. Yeah. You fucking movie sucked. Oh, duh. No shit. We both watched it together. I had to write a review for that fucker. Never again. Let's get pud face. <laughs> you don't mess with the Zohan. Or Zohan. They call him Zohan. That's it. Big Stan. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to prison for fraud, and he hires a mysterious martial arts guru who helps transform him into a martial arts expert who can fight off inmates who want to harm him. Why has the popularity gone down so much this week? And if you think Big Stan is a good movie, in, in st- st- Stopped breathing. I've never seen it, so I, I, I can't recall. I can't say. Yeah. <laughs> they filmed it in Stockton, California. <laughs> of course they did. And he came out alive. I give him major props for that. <laughs> Schneider survives Stockton. It depends on where they. It depends on if they actually filmed him in Stockton. That doesn't even look like Schneider in the fucking... He's photoshopped to look probably a little bit younger than he is. To look Jewish. <laughs> like the scared Joe, the New York Joe. See? I'm so scared to be in prison right now. My name is Stanley. Schneider stated that this film will be an anti-man raping film. <laughs> you know if someone else that you liked said that. that you would... The budget was $7.5 it made eight. All right, so it's a success. <laughs> well, the budget was seven point five million. Who who knows how much they spent on? Ooh, it's got Randy Couture in it. Oh my God! It's got Mr. Cauliflower in. It's got M. Emmett Walsh in it too. Olivia Munn. Oh, look, his buddy Adam was uh, was nice enough to leave a, a sound cameo. Yeah, for the movie. Adam Sandler was in a cameo. A sound, a soundbite cameo. Whoopie Dick. Let's get Pudfus. Did you watch Sandy we- Sandy Wexler yet? No, Mike, Mike, you're you're really missing nothing. What did I tell you? I am not contributing to Adam Sandler's career anymore. I just said you're really missing nothing. I love all the fake running noises they make with all the reporters and <laughs> fucking <laughs> just hands on the table, right? You're too exposed. Red is a power color. Crush her hand. Oh God. Billy Jack goes to Washington. <laughs> Ro- Robocop goes to Washington. Even in the nation's capital. Ugh. We need more like you, Robocop, in the nation's capital to run for office. Awful. As he walks away into the sunset. Where the fuck is he going? That way. It's grass. He's walked to the top of a hill. What the fuck? <laughs> That's how we end this, with oh, him oh, doing with, wave. with him doing the fucking uh, America's Top Model wave at the fucking audience after he walks away in the grass, that leads to nowhere. 
Fucking <laughs> awful, awful song. I like that we talked about walls and, and immigration and 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 tailgates. <laughs> yeah. Tailgates and whatever else it was we were just talking about before we got into this. Oh, Rob Schneider. Fucking A. Oh, goddamn. Even look, even Rob Schneider is more fascinating, more more uh, interesting than this show. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, God, it feels, what is it? Liberating. It feels liberating to finally be at the end of this road with Robocop the series. Really? Yeah. It's liberating. Yeah, it is liberating. Okay. Why is it you never feel the same as me, Mike? I don't know, dude. (laughs) I was waiting for you to go, because you're stupid. Because you're (laughs) stupid. Shut up, Mike. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> did you see the dodgeball thing? That no. You just did recently? No, I didn't. No? You didn't see where like uh Vince Vaughn got dressed back up and and <laughs> Baby for time. Yes, I did see it. Well, then why did you say no? Because you always ask me if I saw something that obviously I've seen. I've I I know. I, I forget, it's stupid. I, I forget that you live in the Ethernet, man. I, I <laughs> <laughs> awkward pause. My ear itches. Of course, I saw it because because who? What do I have on my Facebook feed? Lesbians, movies, movie review places. Yeah. What else? Entertainment shit. Variety. Uh. Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly. Bat Dad. <laughs> hey. Uh, I don't know. What else do you have? I, I was trying to think of something mean and smart-ass to say, but I, I, I don't know. My, 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 my off-the-cuff shit isn't flying right now. So. I just told you what I had on my feet. I, I think I just got dumbed so down by watching that fucking you, Robocop yes. series. Yeah, we're both like an IQ point or two down right now. Yeah, I, I like TV. Yeah. I just, yeah, I saw it. Uh, uh. <laughs> I think it's cool that they did it for charity and you know, whatever, but I, it doesn't interest I me. like, look, regardless of if Ben Stiller doesn't have much great material nowadays to work with, I like his commitment to the to the part. He fucking, It has nothing to do with his material. He has great material. He just, I don't know, dude. It's, what is, um, you sound like you're tired, Mike. I have a fucking cold, Joe. I've been fighting a sinus infection. I mean, tired for a more, week and a half. More ways than that, man. Like fucking, just tired. Like I am. I'm tired. Like all is, I've been doing is this for. <laughs> I don't know. Like you've been going through chemo for the last fucking five years, and you're just fucking like, feels like it. I'm tired. I'm just tired, and I, I I'm done with it. And yeah, I'm just. I'm uh, sick, and I'm fucking. T- I'm. I don't want to be sick on the twentieth of June. Fucking it! It's annoying as shit. I'm tired of it. There's other shit going on. Blah 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 blah. Enough about me. Um, there was and I can't remember who said it, but it's a guy. Oh, uh, um, Nick DiPaolo. Nick DiPaolo's a comedian, uh-huh. and this is what he said. He's like, Hollywood is just a fucking shit town that's filled with a bunch of miserable lying cunts that that do nothing but believe in their own rhetoric and bullshit and live on some other plane of fucking existence Yeah, that isn't anywhere near reality. 
and I he's like I I can't fucking stand that place. I'll, it Hollywood changes people, and it doesn't change people for the better. The next time I go into a rant about the Oscars, I'm going to post a picture of the underground um, convention scene from They Live. <laughs> You know, with Buck Wild, you know, uh, Buck, uh, George Buck Flower down there, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cause that, that shit reminds me of that now. That, that's, that's fucking sad. All it is is a bunch of people fucking patting themselves on the back saying, good job. Just slapping them on the dick. Making millions of dollars a year for running. Yeah, I'm gonna I totally downplay it. I mean, I don't, uh, no, no, you make, I, 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 I will not argue I, with you on that. I, I, I agree. I bust my ass. We bust our ass. Well, you don't. You know, I'm working right now, but that doesn't mean that you haven't. I, but did you not read my review? Yes. That that, that, that put fucking effort, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> one review. Yeah. In five days. Four hundred fucking views in one day. God damn it. Oh my god. Hey, why don't you come back to me when we're actually getting 10,000 views a day? Why don't you come back to me when you have a little more respect for me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so a hottie made a comment on one of the, the, the posts, movie posts on Facebook, and her name is Courtney Laycock. I have a feeling that that's not her real name, Mike. Thanks. Uh, what okay. the fuck is this? this no, Robocop's over. You, you, you're not thinking a, a, a hidden episode in, are you? Yes, I am. That's right. You well, want to do the, Venture Brothers next. This is the next one. We are doing Venture Brothers for the next. Yeah, and and and, and based off of your your comments about this show, it's not going to be called This Show Sucks. No, it's still going to be called This Show Sucks. Is it? That's the name of the show. How about Our Show Sucks? No. It's but, going to be called This Show Sucks. Stop fucking with the fucking with the fucking titles of the show. It's This Show Sucks. I thought when the show was going to be good, it's this show rocks. No. And then when the show sucks. No. This show sucks. This show sucks. So this show always sucks. This show will always suck. Even when the show rocks, this show sucks. Will you stop it? <laughs> stop. This is, this is our man on second, or who's on second? No, it's not. It's who's, who's on, on first? first? Who's on first? I, I corrected myself before you finished. This is our who's on first, and you fucking blew it, man. No. You I fucking didn't. blew it. <laughs> You're just fucking getting stupid. You can just go fuck yourself, buddy. So. All right. So yeah, I'm vamping for time. Make sure we watch a uh, big stand next. Mm, it changed. I they can't get anything right. I guess somebody got into the books. Seven point. F- the the budget was ten million. Now and then we go to the Wikipedia and the budget seven point five million. And now the budget was six million. See if this thing had a, a better than eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I I might actually consider watching the movie. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And fucking anybody. With, there's a few exceptions. Anybody that is associated with Adam Sandler, I'm done with. Rob Schneider. Kevin uh, James. Yeah, done. Chris Rack. Yeah, done. Fucking go away. <laughs> Nobody likes you. I don't find Chris Rock funny. For some, I, I just don't. And I think it's his delivery. Just the way, I mean, he's just, he's just loud. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah I, I guess I... Look, I I don't I'm not a constant follower of Chris Rock, but I will tell you when I did my flick of the week for that one time for his top five movie, that was a really good fucking movie. So I but what but you don't see the movie called Top Five, but other than that, I don't really see a whole lot of worthwhile Chris Rock stuff around. No, so. it's just he's just 
Meh. <laughs> They're all meh. Just dragging the fuck on like this show. All right, so for this show sucks, Robocop the series, Final Curtain, I'm me, you're you. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Good show! Jolly good show! Jolly good show indeed! Hakuna Matata, bitches! This is the Cinescape Movie Podcast. We thank you for listening to the show, and if you have any questions or comments, you can email us or tweet us. My handle is at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. My handle, that's what I call it, my handle. You can tweet me at, you can send me a tweet at. Tweet me at, you can follow me, fuck off, all right. Yeah, follow, you can you know, follow me or tweet me at, send a tweet to. All right. Follow, follow would be better. You can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> you can Twitter me. You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. And for me, it is at. What about you? MPS 5150, because I make it easy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And please remember, share the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. What is it, Joe? Yeah. You see that little button over there? Yeah. Yes. All you what do button? The little share button. Which button is that? It says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle. Regardless, it's there. Or more. So share. Share. Share that podcast. Click that shit. <laughs> it's simple. Please. We put we do put some work into this. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not as much as we should. But still, all you have to do is click the share button. Yeah. Click anything that says share. Like on our movie reviews, there's a Facebook share and a Google Plus. Pick one. We Sp- prefer Facebook, but you know. Spread the love. Help us grow. Spread the love and we will spread our legs open for you. No, we won't. I take showers. Well, what is that one? Show the balls? <laughs> open your balls. Open your balls. <laughs> share, uh, yeah. Share, share the, share the show. Share the hell out of it. <laughs> share. <laughs> Give her some love. I sound like little Nick. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> this is the end. <gasps> it's the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Argo, fuck yourself. That'd be funny if I forgot to. Good.